Advocate Podcast, episode 96. Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. We are just going to get right into it today because it is part two of Vanessa Matthews' interview, which we started on Monday. It was a super long interview, so rather than having everybody miss the last portion of it, we decided to just cut it up and um, divide it into two different interviews. So, Without further ado, if you missed part one, make sure you go back and catch part one, and then you can hop right into part two. Have a great Wednesday. Just so you're not totally lost and can jump right in there with us, we were talking about limiting beliefs and mindset and the um, and the stories, the limiting beliefs that we have and the stories that we tell ourselves that stop us from being incredible in what we do. And... Um, we really dug into limiting beliefs. We really dug into some of the things that hold us back. And Vanessa is just so great at, at digging into those issues that stop us from doing everything that we should be doing or could be doing. So to access uh, part one of this, you go to losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 95. And you can get all our show notes and everything for part two at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 96. If you love the episode, please help us by sharing it. And thank you so much. Here we go back into Vanessa part two. Often what we do is we take, we kind of also, particularly as children, of course, I mean, typically in NLP terms, these limiting beliefs that we have are actually shape us. They come about usually before the age of around eight or nine. So mm -hmm. in our kind of younger life it can be like, even as a baby, even this idea, you know, and there can be like grown adults who kind of just have this feeling of people don't want me around, blah, 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 because maybe when their mom was pregnant, she didn't want to be pregnant, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it can be anything. It's not necessarily always, um, and it does get a bit more woo-woo, like how can right. you carry that limit right. in the womb? But if you think about it, we're kind of energetic beings. And right. so, um, you know, why wouldn't that kind of be absorbed, I suppose, on, on the other hand too? So, but what we often forget or, or, or struggle to separate, and I think that's where, if you're carrying around feelings of like I'm not enough and all that kind of stuff which we all you know we all I don't think sure. anyone's immune to that kind of stuff um it, I think um what we sometimes forget to separate is that actually that's a story that's been given to us and we chose at whatever age for whatever reason to take that story on as truth we we chose to take that on as our own and that's our truth and that's how it is and we don't question it and we carry it through our lives and then actually it's only when you start to question that and go actually who said that to me right. and was that really about me or was that their story and their belief and I chose to accept it and I think once you realize that ultimately you probably have made um, and, and this is a kind of powerful thing for a lot of my clients when they kind of realize that they're not a victim of what they've carried around to this mm -hmm. point they're not a victim of what's happened or has been said to them they chose a coping mechanism for whatever reason in that moment and actually that's a really powerful thing to do and you know when you kind of decide um i'm trying to think of a uh, I'm actually not going to share an example because that would be like, you know, disclosing personal stuff. I was about to go, oh, I've got an example, but I'm not going to because that, that's like, you know, obviously what goes on between me and clients goes on between me and right. clients. But, um, so I'm trying to my own example now. But, but anyway, for, you know, as a thing, it's kind of like when you actually realize that maybe your belief that, um, I don't know, you don't need friends and you're better off alone or something. Mm -hmm. You think you, you grow into adulthood thinking I've got no friends, I'm lonely, I'm this and that and the other. Feels very victimy, actually. Right. Feels like it's not my fault, it's not fair. Da, 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 how is all this happening to me? And actually, you feel really out of control and like I can't do anything about this, it's always going to suck, all the rest of it. If you can actually go back and trace that back and find the moment where that belief was installed, and then you go, Oh, actually, I chose to take that on board to protect myself because actually that thing or whatever that happened really hurt me. 
I, that's pretty powerful. Like I protected myself really good, like so good that I've carried this on for 20 years, which means if I chose to protect myself so well, I can also choose to let that go. Actually, mm-hmm. now I realize I don't need it and it wasn't based on any truth and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And actually, if I can protect myself in that way, maybe I can apply that power to something else and make it work for me rather than against me, if that makes sense. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is amazing how much the <laughs> mind impacts. And, you know, uh, 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 I would have never seen myself as somebody who would believe in like manifesting and limiting mm. beliefs and even, you know, all this woo-woo stuff. But I've, re- mm. I've really seen a difference in the way I behave and, and function and perform when I have stopped telling myself the story that I've believed all these times. And it takes, it takes effort. I have to, you know, and I have to sometimes still get beat up by Vanessa to ask me (laughs) why I'm not doing these things when I could, you know, (laughs) but yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how much, how much, how much baggage. Wow. Now I'm stuttering. (laughs) (laughs) How much baggage we all carry around. I mean, I think if you really like got into a session with me and Aubrey, you could, (laughs) you could really find some stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't because I'd love it. I have to stop myself. That's what I was saying with this kind of intuitive. I have to stop myself because like people don't like it. They don't always like it when you sit down to have a drink with them and you're like, hmm, let me in. Yes. Like having a vampire in your life, you've kind of got to like invite them in. Isn't that the rule with vampires? Like, yes, yeah, they have to be invited in. Yeah, I watched um, Lost Boys once, and I was like, not not more than once, but you know, I'm sure that was the rule that you had to invite them in, and then. Yep, exactly. Oh, that's the best vampire movie ever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my goodness, um, Hottie McHotties. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So. I, I'm sorry. I'm just curious. You went on Facebook Live today to kind of do a rant. Um, I do feel like you are real and authentic in a very quote-unquote, quote, we're real and authentic too world. <laughs> mm. How do you set yourself apart so we know that, and I think we are drawn to you because you, that it's not pretend, yeah, mm. Um, mm. in this chaotic world yeah. of coaches yeah definitely um and and I find that hard it's why I was kind of squirming when we started out so I'm like oh no the real deal I mean just sounds so stupid because so many people are also now like you say you know there's this kind of re- realization that maybe it's um you know everybody's getting wise and going hang on a minute this is like emperor's new clothes let's find something real so the marketers of course are going oh okay we'll start our messaging being all about real instead and I think yep. I, 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 all I can do really is um, is show up with that energy and, and hope that people pick up on it and I guess um, release responsibility for everybody else. I can't, um, I, I think early on when I was trying to do this, my first thought was I must go around kind of taking the mask off and pointing people out and saying this and saying that. And then you realize, well, that's a really negative kind of rabbit hole to get into. And that's not really serving anyone. And then am I any better than what they're doing and all that kind of stuff? It gets a little bit complicated. And I think that's what's took me kind of literally until today to kind of go, right, okay, well, what I have to do is say what I think and feel um, and be honest about that. And actually, sometimes in doing so, like, I'm not saying the best thing that serves me either, you know. Um, again, it's like this kind of getting under the under the problem in, in, in the work that I do. 
it's um i look for the same when i've been kind of looking around in this space i'm like yeah what's underneath there and what's behind that and when you say that what what's really going on what does that really mean so often i try and do that in a way that um sometimes actually is kind of uh, it's finding a ba balance between being real but also being kind of oversharing and being too vulnerable <laughs> to the point where you also stitch yourself up and i've done that i've stitched myself up plenty as well um i have um for example if i'm talking i mean it, it's tricky because the results thing in particular this kind of hey i made 90k in five minutes thing mm -hmm. yes yeah, i was just thinking about that actually totally <laughs> yeah and yet um and yet people do want to hear results they want to hear about you know they so it's like how do you um feed the need because otherwise everybody's just going to ignore me anyway if i'm not saying well there's the results of what i do but how do I feed that need, to, if you like, to get those results pointed out without, um, while still being kind of authentic, while still mm -hmm. sort of being what I stand for? So the only way I do that, I mean, the, the only ways I can do that at the moment that I can think of to do that is to kind of just like tell the truth. So, for example, which like sounds really obvious, um, but for example, I did um, a group program earlier this year, the results of which were, you know, the, one of my clients in there had a really big like financial win boom awesome it made a really nice headline <laughs> honestly yeah. the pr woman in me like i used to do pr and stuff i was like this is an awesome like marketing headline but i don't want to be that person I, so what do i do with that so i think um what i did with that actually is i i shared that headline and then i said and here's the truth behind the scenes of what that really means so actually if i say um this person in my group program got 30k in 30 days what does that really mean does that mean it's in the bank no of course it doesn't like let's not be silly it means she signed that in in business and contracts um does that mean um that it was easy no did she follow my formula no do you know what she did she showed up she got really vulnerable she worked through every one of her limiting beliefs she had huge battles with that you know and struggled herself a lot with that but she showed up and she did the work and all that kind of stuff every day and it's like so in one way what i want to do always is show people what's possible for them so i always want to say if you think that you want this to be a you know 50k launch for you then that's possible if that's what you want but also kind of let's get real because that you know other results in that same group program and i talk about that too is you know another one of my ladies in there she set her target for 300 dollars and she made 300 dollars, mm -hmm. and i was delighted you know mm -hmm. it's like i'm not going to hide that because it's not thirty thousand. Do you know what i mean it's like you've got to tell both ends of the spectrum because that's real life as well and actually i consider both of those an equal success story the other thing I think as far as success stories is kind of moving away from this kind of ego based thing, which is their results are my results. They're not, you know, that's, that's them. They, they have to do the work. They have to show up. They have to be prepared to make the breakthroughs. And if they don't, then, you know, they don't come or, you know, the results don't come in the same way or whatever, but I can't only own the results when they're all kind of like, Hey, check it out. It's all this money. Great. Isn't that lovely? And then not own them when it's like a transformation or a breakthrough or something else. So, mm -hmm. so that's part of it. I think, um, the other thing is like what I do a lot. Um, and I kind of take a good start as a good sign. And I kind of think it goes back to what I was just saying about not being afraid to lift up the carpet and stuff like that is I, I get vulnerable but even that sounds a bit crap because I've seen that around a lot. I'm like, no, 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 you know, all that. It's just like, mm -hmm, yeah, okay. So I think you feel that through somebody's energy as well. But, you know, I, I today said some stuff, you know, shared some stuff um, 
it's a belief I've held honestly for like 18 months and I've quietly moaned about it behind the scenes and I've gone nah, 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 behind the scenes to anybody else who agrees with me and that's awesome. But at some point, if I really am going to be authentic, if I'm really going to show up and say that I a real talk, that I'm the real deal, that I am a real person, all that kind of stuff, then I've got to stop doing that behind closed doors and I've got to stand up and say what my truth is. And but not for shock value, not for marketing value, but because it just kind of feels the right thing to do to get it off my chest and say what I need to say. Part of doing that, though, of course, is that you open the door to people who don't agree. Um, you know, I was having a conversation today, but the difficulty with standing up for what you believe in is that once you stand for something, everything that's not that, you kind of are saying you're against. And so, right. of course, it's like if I'm sitting here saying, you know, curly hair is the best. I love curly hair. <laughs> with your straight hair, are going to be going, oh, really? What's wrong with straight hair? You know, it's that kind of, but you have to um, decide whether you want to take that on, I suppose. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think the final piece of the jigsaw for me, you know, apart from the energy bit, apart from the kind of being prepared to be vulnerable and and have to just take whatever comes with that and stand with all that and all the rest of it. I think the other thing is literally what goes on behind the scenes as well. Like if you, my test for others, um, not my test, like that sounds really cynical but my approach with others has been if I've seen someone that really interests me and I think oh I kind of I like what you do and I yeah okay I like you that's interesting and I reach out to them usually and I can't tell you how many times I've reached out to people and I've been given the brush off straight away and I kind of think that's really interesting because 10 minutes ago you were doing this really excitable Facebook live saying hey I support women I lift other women up da 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 that's in everything you do all the time and yet I reached out to you to say I think you're awesome or like what you do and you either didn't respond didn't even bother to respond or you said like yeah thanks and I don't know like if I because I, I had one person in particular that I've got in mind that I reached out to and I said I really admire what you do I'm going to be really upfront. I'm not actually looking for a coach right now. I just wanted to kind of say that I think it's really cool. And if you're ever down this way, I'd love to chat with you or whatever. And she couldn't get rid of me fast enough. It was the get the hell out of here. You know, I've got no time wow. for you. Oh, lovely. Thanks. Bye bye kind of thing. And I was wow. like, wow. Okay. So that told me everything I needed to know. And right. I, I said I wasn't interested in working with her in that moment. I might have done later on. I just wasn't in that moment. And I was being upfront about that. Like, I, I, I don't see what's wrong with that kind of going, hey, because otherwise, why are we we're just always trying to sell each other something all the time? It's like, right. can't we just have a conversation? Just like, that's it. And then at some point, yeah. if I want to work with you, I will. And at some point, I don't. That's all right. So I kind of um, would encourage and do encourage people to do the same to me. Like, mm. you know, reach out to me. And if I'm an asshole, don't work with me. Simply that, really. <laughs> if I, or if I'm nice to you, for as long as I think you might buy something and then when you go oh actually I'm gonna wait for a bit and then I'm an asshole don't work with me if, if you say something I don't like um in my group for example and today's thing was all about Facebook groups it's like if you come into my group and you say something I don't like um and I kick you out rather than give you space to have your opinion I'm probably being a bit of an asshole honestly so like don't work with you know all that kind of stuff I think it's those little cues that we should be looking for in relationships everywhere i, I don't mm-hmm. think it's just about finding the right online people to connect with i mean the online space is of course more difficult because we're dealing with virtual relationships and they can be very different you know we right. can present, i could sit here and present myself to you as like i'm a millionaire i've got loads of diamonds or you know, all this kind of stuff and then literally kind of walk out of my um closet yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know and all, all that kind of stuff and then you know i'm wearing like my 
PJ. Well, sometimes I am wearing my PJ, so I won't say that. But you know, <laughs> you right. know, I mean? we can present it whatever we want. But I think in the same way, we mustn't forget that just because we're online, we don't need to look for the same cues that we would look for in real life. So mm-hmm. if in real life you meet someone and they just feel a bit off, that's it. That's it. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Um, similarly, if you're online, you know, um, sorry, if you're in person, and someone just makes you feel a bit shitty or somebody's kind of manipulating you or you know that or putting you down or saying those little things and again unconscious mind sometimes we can't see that actually and it's that's again like helpful for someone to shine the light on that because sometimes you can't see it but a lot of that goes on in the online space and it's like would you accept that in the real world I don't think you would and so yeah so sometimes I find that often I'm a little bit naughty like that that I will Mm -hmm. kind of go and test the water behind the scenes and actually kind of poke a pot a little bit I can't help it and I don't Mm -hmm. mean any harm by it but I can't help it because I just want to see like you know what's this really all about and, right and the facebook the facebook groups i think is a real like magnifying glass for a lot of that <laughs> you know i hear so much oh, i just want to support women in business and then behind the scenes i get messages saying yeah can you not do that in my group because i don't like it that kind of stuff <laughs> and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't i don't mind which one you are like i don't care i don't think there's a you know i'm not sitting here saying oh it's much more virtuous to be this way or that way i think that's crap too whatever works for you but just kind of say what it is then like just right say, it out and say that's that's what it they is they want to support you as long as you're not stepping on my toes uh, yeah exactly <laughs> and it's i just say that because that's fine i mean it's right. a bit of a flawed premise in loads of ways right but but it's fine if that's what you want to do so then stand up and own that and just say hey you know yeah i want to support you if you're buying my stuff awesome. you know you really i think you really have to be a big person to be able to and i'll, I'll tell you that for like in my group i'm working really hard to grow my group mm. for writers and authors and people that i hope will one day become clients of mine be it mm. as people that i want to coach or people that need me for the services or whatever and i really a lot of times i really do have to like my gut instinct when I see somebody post in there about a service that is one that I offer or that's similar, my gut instinct is to tell them to stop or to tell them to go to their own. But then I think, you know what? That goes against everything that I believe in, which is that this is supposed to be a group for collaboration, that there's more than enough space for everyone. And you know what? The people who come to that group because of me are still going to choose me. They're not just going to automatically choose somebody else because they came in and said that they're an author coach as well, but that person might be a better fit for them or, you know, so, but, but I, 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 I've been thinking a lot about this topic lately too, because it is, it is really hard when you spend that much time and effort to grow your group and to grow your people and your entourage or whatever, to see someone else come in and say, well, I offer that service too. And I've done it a year longer, or I do it for $5 less or whatever it is. Or maybe they don't even do anything like that. Maybe they just say, I do the same thing you do. And it, and it is hard not to, but I've been real careful about not I I kick out people that abuse the rules like that are constantly spamming or putting stuff that's just crap in the group that I don't want to, but I'm not going to kick somebody out because they're a competitor. In fact, I've found that collaborating with so-called competitors has been far more successful for me than trying to eliminate them. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. And and I, and and, you know, let's, let's again, let's like be real about it. Have I never kicked anyone out of my group? Of course I have, especially in the beginning, because I was exactly what you're saying. I'm like, no, 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 because then they'll see you and they'll want to work with you and not me and all that kind of stuff. And then you kind of go, oh, okay. It doesn't work like that. And I don't worry about that. And, And I genuinely, um, 
like I, mean, I have a million views about this one but I genuinely think um, but I genuinely think you know everything you were just saying it's hard it is hard you know it's hard when you look at someone who's doing something and you think that's pretty cool actually that's pretty yeah cool. right. yourself, hmm, that is pretty cool right like, ouch okay like that's an opportunity to look inward and say if that's pretty cool maybe it's time I raised my game and I did a bit better then am I really doing the best that I can do here mm-hmm. or if that's pretty cool like maybe um what can I learn from them like what you know how are they showing up that I'm not and what can I learn from them if that's pretty cool like you say maybe I can collaborate with them and I've done that too you know I've suggested to other people like we should totally collaborate on something and they go yeah 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 sure and then they don't and then I think well I I offered you know I but I'm not going to sit quietly and not do what I do because you kind of want me to instead or go away like I'm a bit I you know I'm a in that sense a bit annoying because I like to kind of poke poke things like that and kind of go think about it think about what you're doing but I also think that it's um you know like I say I I did that I've definitely done that before I don't do it anymore and I think um there are some real um one, one of the things I also shared today about like why I think it's a lot of bs to kind of go down that route I also um shared the reasons where maybe sometimes people are being assholes like you say mm-hmm. if someone's going to be spamming stuff you're being an asshole you are like yeah. that's just you know <laughs> it's just the thing don't do that if you're deliberately in there trying to belittle the host of that space right. don't right. do that right. you know that kind of stuff it's like um in my community of course i allow space for promotion but i also want you to come in and be part of the community i want you to contribute right. to the community and have a relationship then do what you like i don't care if you're my client or not you know do what you like within reason be respectful respect each other's views if you disagree and all that kind of stuff Uh, but you know kind of do what you like the other thing i think as well is that often we don't like it when people come into our space and we think but i've worked so hard you know as you're saying we all work hard to build our communities like i shouldn't but if you're out there promoting your stuff in other people's groups right right exactly again it's like "Mm, okay you kind of can't have it both ways if you you are exclusively in your group then that's i guess your thing but if you're out there in other spaces as well, networking, building relationships, mm-hmm. and you kind of can't complain when somebody wants to do the same in yours because you're mm-hmm. doing it. So it's right. like a bit of a double standard. But I also think we kind of owe it to our communities to be, um, you know, they're, they're clever people. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm disrespecting them maybe by making the choice for them. They're, they're clever people. They're discerning. They know what they want and what they don't want. And yeah. I kind of feel like I don't have the right to quiet everybody else's voices down so that they only hear mine and I was saying just this week in my group actually earlier in the week I did a live in there and I was like if I'm the only voice you hear in here then we've got a problem because Mm -hmm. actually that's not that's not vibrant and creative and discussion and exchange and all that kind of stuff that's a bit more like I speak you listen I sell you buy it's a bit more like that you know so so but I think you know it's like I say, when you stand for something, you kind of automatically stand against something. And my, right. my motive for any of these things is never about starting a witch hunt because that's not the way to solve it. It's about showing up as the most authentic in my own truth. And this is what I kind of believe. And, I, and it's hard. And I went on my personal page today for a reason. I did that. I was just talking to somebody about this because, sure, it's easy to go into my group where people are my, my community. I can find a hundred people who are going to agree with me and go, yeah, you're so right. Yeah. That's uh, like, oh, thanks. I know I am awesome. This is true. But that's not serving me. That's not going to help me grow. That's not going to help me expand. And ultimately if my mission, which it is, is to make a, an impact 
on a much broader scale, you know, to, to, to reach thousands, millions of people, ultimately, women, um, ultimately, then I'm going to have to get used to going out of my comfort zone. I'm going to have to get used to going out into the space where I'm probably more open to people disagreeing with me, mm-hmm. people challenging what I have to say, and either having to be really firm on my views and, and owning that completely, or being open to discuss and debate and change my idea as I go and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, I've got to test myself. I've got to put myself out of that space because it's too easy to surround yourself with yes people who just tell you what you want to hear and you kind of get there. Yeah, you're amazing. That's not helping anyone, you know, which is why going back to the coaching conversation, you know, when we had our chats and we sit down and I go, really, Alexa? Mm, Is that true? (laughs) And you go, "Mm, maybe not. You really (laughs) want a $5,000 launch and you have not done one thing to promote your program? Really? (laughs) No one else has mentioned this? No. Yeah, exactly. But it's kind of like, wouldn't it have done you a favor six months ago if everybody else had said that to you and just been honest, you know? Right, exactly. Virtual hugs and high fives are awesome and everybody feels really great about that. But sometimes you just need someone to just stare you in the face and go, hmm you're a liar. <laughs> not true. <laughs> or, you know, or you're not doing as good as you can. That isn't your best. That's crap. Right. What do you think that is? Or right. you're hiding or right. whatever, whatever, whatever. And I need that too, just as much as anybody else. And I'm probably not going to get it in my group because love them all dearly. They're my group and they are there because they enjoy my company and like what I have to say, hopefully outside of my group, when I'm testing those boundaries, of course, there are going to be people who are going to say, you're an idiot. What are you talking about? I don't believe you. says who. And all that and it's not nice but I feel like I have to do that because ultimately yeah. long term that's my aim right right I probably need some poking and prodding from Vanessa <laughs> you can poke me anytime you want to but you know it's so nice because she has such a lovely voice and a lovely accent well that's it that you yes. never feel like she's being mean even though what she just said will stab you in the heart yeah <laughs> she can t- Totally yeah, tell me that, I'm an idiot. I don't know that makes me like a nice coach or just a bitch. Perhaps I'm just a bitch. <laughs> That's also a possibility. I'm prepared to own that too. You know, perhaps I'm just a bitch. Perhaps I just do this for shits and giggles and just. But sometimes people hey. need that. You yeah. know what? I mean, I'm all about the praise, and I'm I'm a I'm a words of affirmation person. That is mm. my love language. Mm. But praise only gets you so far, and you know if. Yeah, I need somebody to kick me in the butt sometimes. Yeah. Well, I I need a healthy balance of it because if my husband kicks me in the butt, I just get pissed off and like he said to do yeah. it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'll show him. Like yeah. So They're I need probably someone with a nice accent to tell me. <laughs> loved ones and husbands are really not the right people for two reasons no. one um we attract them into our existence based on our own limiting beliefs so chances are they mm. mirror a lot of your limiting beliefs anyway interesting um, what you're calling out on each other you kind of don't want to see you know it's just it's just like never going to go well <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. they can sometimes they can if they handle it very gently but most people don't handle it very gentle gently with each other because you've got all this history you've been together for 20 years 30 years whatever you've changed nappies you're in the middle of scooping feeding the goats whatever it might be like I've got time to kind of handle this properly so it's just coming out in a row or, or whatever so often that's why it doesn't kind of work um mm-hmm. but for somebody close to you it's much easier you know for somebody who loves you for them to sit there and say Aubrey that's bullshit 
Aubrey, you're lying to yourself. Aubrey, this, 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 this is like, how could you say that to me? That's terrible. And it will take you three days of giving each other the silent treatment before you'll get over that and actually try it. Were you just in my house? Were you like here? (laughs) Because those are exactly what the words were. Aubrey, you're lying to yourself. Aubrey, that's bullshit. And I was crying. But then in the back of my head, I was saying, Robert, you're lying to yourself. Robert, that's bullshit. (laughs) You know, because also when somebody in a relationship in a relationship setting, when somebody says something like that, we want to, um, even if we know there's some truth in it somewhere, we want to go, well, if I'm this, then you're that, you know, it's got to be a trade-off. Like if I'm this and you're that, when, when you're kind of actually just working with a professional, you can't throw that back and say, well, I mean, you can, but it's not, it's not going to wash. They're going to go, okay, fine. But it's, so it's a different kind of dynamic, but I think in a relationship, um, you know, uh, it's, it's interesting actually because people's husbands often, when, when I first start working with clients, people's husbands often actually kind of love me. And I don't mean in a creepy way. I mean, <laughs> because I'm sometimes saying the things that they've been trying to say to their wives for years and their wives don't want to hear it and they get very upset and tearful about it and they don't want to, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's, and so they just don't say it. And so then we start off and I'm like, yep, that's a lie. Yep, that's this, blah, blah, blah. And we get through it. And then they kind of go back and say, Vanessa says I'm this, Vanessa says I'm that. And she's probably, and they go, oh, interesting. Interesting. Hmm. They sit quietly thinking, yep, I've been telling you that for 10 years. And then they're kind of quietly kind of going, yes, yes, somebody else is telling her that. Of course, then what happens next is you actually start to grow and evolve and change. And they're not necessarily always as keen on that bit, but usually they kind of come along with it eventually. Um, and, and that's, a, I mean, that's a big part of the work as well, you know, is um, change is scary, you know, it's much easier. It, it doesn't always feel easier, but it's much easier to stay where you are, doing what you do, the way that you've always done it, and kind of stay there. Because even when it hurts, it's familiar territory. And so it's kind of a dysfunctional way of being, but we all do it. Um, it kind of doesn't make logical sense, but it's a habit that we all have, which is yeah. to stay in, in the dysfunctional space, even though you know it's a little bit off is just so familiar and so comfortable and it hurts, but it's a hurt that, you know, so therefore you can cope with it. You can deal with it and all that kind of stuff. You know, when you start to kind of go into unknown territory, that's when things get really scary. Cause like, Whoa, I could actually out here. This could change everything. What happens then? And, and that's, you know, that's scary. And I, um, mm-hmm. there's something I've, I've heard said before, which is people don't change until staying the same becomes more painful, becomes too painful. And it's that I think that is, is really resonates because I think that's what it is. We get to a point where actually we will accept a certain level of crappy. We will accept a certain level of bullshit. We will accept a certain level of inadequacy or whatever it might be or failure or whatever to a point um, because it's our familiar level of pain. That's where our setting is. And we're kind of like, yeah, this hurts like hell, but I can do this because I've done this 10 times before. No biggie. Actually, sometimes we get to the point where the balance tips and this is like, this is gut-wrenching, I can't do this anymore, something has to change. And usually that's the point where you'll get the best results because that's the point where people say, I know that this is going to be hard, but I know that staying where I am is harder. That was a bit Amen. deep, Amen. That that's huh? my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit deep, yeah. That was amazing. You know, we've been talking for an hour and 15 minutes, and um, we're going to have to break this into two sessions mm-hmm. yeah. because it's so much good information. I don't want to cut any of it. So um, you, you get to be our guest. This has happened before on podcast interviews I've done, and they're like, wow, we kept going. We kept going. So I'm sorry. I do talk no, a lot. No, I wasn't going to stop it because there was so much good information coming out. And <laughs> um, 
Oh my goodness. Uh, so, so, okay. Where can people find you and how do they get more of you? <laughs> so, um, I guess the best place to come find me generally is in my Facebook group. So I, um, my Facebook group, if you search Facebook, I am in real entrepreneurs start here. Um, I have a Facebook page, the Vanessa Matthews. Um, I'm on Twitter, Vanessa Matthews. I'm on Instagram, the Vanessa Matthews. And then my website is, um, real coach, real and you can just message me. You're like, you know, let's just keep it simple. Message me. That's it. Awesome. And you're coming to Chicago too soon, right? I'm hoping to. Yeah. I'm hoping to head out there in August. I'm still kind of just establishing whether or not there's enough need, you know, for me to come out. Like I, I get asked quite a lot. Um, obviously I'm in the UK and trying to get people over to the UK is sometimes a bit trickier. So maybe if I come that way, but I've had a few people show interest. I've had a few people say, yes, they'd like to. So I've got to just firm those plans up and see actually how many of those yeses, you know, would actually make it viable for me to go right cool. I'm coming out. So if it's viable, I'm coming out. Not okay, coming so, out, coming out. You know what I mean? Coming right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming out. <laughs> Maybe that's up. I don't know. Okay. So out. wait a minute. Before, before we go, um, before we let you go, I yeah. want to know, are you going to be doing your uh, Southern England retreat again? Because that was something that I wanted to make it to one day. Really? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pleased to know that. So um, I have plans for one in September. Is that the one you're talking about? Although I did briefly consider doing one last year and I delayed it. I think it was that one because you were talking about, you know, this beautiful place on the coast in Southern mm -hmm. England and we were going to get together and mindset yeah. it and cocktails and ocean. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, that's how I roll. So that's if you're hanging with me, that's what we do. And like, again, in a like, we're so important way, just like, let's get pissed in our cocktails kind of way. Cause that's I love it. <laughs> you're my people, yeah. Vanessa. You are my people. <laughs> I am. I'm, like bad. I'm bad. I was once called the, uh, somebody once sent me a Christmas card and called me the ambassador of fun. And that just made my life. I was like, that's it. When you say, where did it all start? That's where it all ended. Like there. That's it. Like my work here is done. That's it. Well, there you uh, have it. We have just interviewed the ambassador of fun. The ambassador yes. Of fun. <laughs> I know. Just yes. scrap everything else I said and start with that. Can you edit this and cut that? So that goes at the yeah. beginning. Yes. She's the ambassador yes. of fun. That's it. That's, all you, that's all you need to know. Yeah, that's it. But, um, so yes, September is my plan for over here. It will probably be, again, I'm just finalizing the details. It'll probably be a four or five day retreat in Cornwall. So I live in Cornwall in um, England, in Southwest of England. It's like the most beautiful place on the planet. It just is. I'm really, really fortunate. Um, and there is the most beautiful village with some luxury spaces that I know really well. And I know the owners of and things like that, that I can get lots of access to things and it's like millionaire's row it's beautiful um it's just stunning. on a pauper's budget yes, like, yeah 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 because that's the other thing like you know i'm not like a brain surgeon so i don't really think that it's worth charging like hey if you've got 20k you can come and join me for a weekend that's crazy that's just you know whatever it's not crazy but it's just you know it's not where i am currently so let's just be sensible but yes so hopefully at a sensible but still viable um price point but it's going to be about kind of networking it's going to be about the kind of brainstorming creative like collaboration thing but it's going to have business value it's going to have mindset and value yes we're going to do all that we're going to have a mastermind dinner all that kind of stuff i found this well, i haven't found i've known it for ages i go there quite frequently but this lovely hotel that's got um a little hidden cinema room so i'm thinking that'd be nice for speech here, talks and yeah. things like that but it's just it's on the sea it's gorgeous it's just and the reason i want to do it actually more than anything 
is because this is like my little corner of the world and it's so gorgeous and I just kind of get a bit excited this sound makes like a real infant but I just get really excited and I sit there and I think oh I wish everyone was here oh, I wish Alexa was here I wish Aubrey was here oh if they could see and oh my god and we did this and and all that kind of stuff so it comes more from that really than actually thinking wow I could make a shit ton of money if I do something here it's never been about that it's just like this place is awesome. I want to share it with everyone I know because it's really exciting and I get a bit like that. So. And I've shared it with everyone who lives around here. They're a bit bored of it now. They're like, mm, okay, go away. No, <laughs> I, I find new people I, to come and play with me. That's it. I think you need to um, invite Aubrey and I as speakers. And yeah, then we can, you know, nobody can yeah. see those air quotes there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. invite yeah. us as speakers. Yeah. We will manifest that we're going to be there and we'll be like your, I don't know, your prodigies or something where we came from like mindset mess we could, crap. Even better, even to, better, we could just not bother with the retreat, right? And we could just say like, you can come as a speaker, like, um, you know, come, come I'll, I'll show up for free. You, you do your best. <laughs> Which is essentially just a girl's weekend away, isn't it? I think yes, yes. I think Don't that. Don't tell but, our husbands that we no, are no, going no, as speakers no. to a non-speaking <laughs> event. This, you are speakers. We've got that little cinema there. I'll get a photo of you on stage. It'll look like you've awesome. been speaking. It'll be yeah, it's we'll just call it. We'll call away. in all the um, hotel staff so that it looks like there's an audience. That there you go. <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. Love it. Love it. But yeah, I'll I know that. Either of those works for me because it's just an excuse to hang out with everyone in this amazing place and kind of go, look, look, isn't it nice? Look, look. Yeah. I don't yeah. live on Millionaire's Row, by the way. I just want to point that out. Like, <laughs> again, in the interest of being real, it's about 15 minutes down the road. But I'm just, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. There's a real power about hanging out, actually, kind of, you know, where things are luxury, where things are a step up. And I am mm -hmm. all about that. That's definitely mm -hmm. a thing I think is always to be reaching up to the next level because when you actually do that, um, you kind of raise your own standards and yeah. raise your own kind of vibration and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, anywho. It's, it's kind of like the idea that if you work at home, you should still get up every morning, get dressed, put on your shoes, yeah. put on your makeup. Yeah. I don't do that every day. I, I was going to say, I don't always do no. it. But it's a nice idea. <laughs> yes. And I do notice that I perform higher at a higher level when I am like dressed for success. Yeah, I definitely do my makeup stuff. I used to be a beauty therapist many, many years ago. I kind of started out and trained and did that and was a makeup artist. What have artist. you not done? Oh, well, I've worked in a dog kennel. Alexa, <laughs> you're on the <to> talk. <laughs> no, this is true. This is true. True. I'm a doula. That's something else. I can actually birth your baby for you. I'm not even kidding. Like, I am that cool that I can act you can have a baby in my hands and I will deal with it. It's not um, I am not gonna have a baby in your hands. I don't know why. Everybody no. seems to be throwing the baby magic at lay baby love at me lately, but it ain't happening. Yeah, no, I could, but I can take care of it. So I'm just saying okay. if things change, I can take care of it. I'm your girl for that too. If so. something crazy happens and I wind up at your speaking retreat nine and a half months pregnant. I it's know happening. I'm in good hands. You can relax. I'd be like, it's okay. Got it. Can you hold my cocktail while I just. <laughs> Here you go. Oh my. That's awesome. <laughs> amazing. Isn't it kind of amazing? It's, it's super amazing. Mm, kind of. Kind of super. Kind amazing. of. Oh my gosh, Vanessa, this has been so much fun. Maybe you Is should. Is everybody just... feeling better now? Is yeah, everybody yes. Think? I think we should just stop interviewing people and just have you on as our as our third person, and we can just there get together go. and chat each Let's week. Just chat. Yeah. Could I be the third wheel? Is that is that? Yes. Like, is that creepy? Is that weird? I don't know. But yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Not at all. Awesome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Have a good welcome. day. <laughs> it's been a load of fun. Thank you, guys. Bye, ladies. <laughs>